Welcome to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast, where we provide revolutionary training materials to individuals, healing practitioners, leaders, and influencers globally. Your kingdom destiny awaits, and it all begins with a mindset. Well, hello, my name is Dr. Jessica Rothmeyer, and today we are discussing the power of your words, and it will be our fourth and final episode in our series, our four-part series on this subject. I'd like to talk a little bit more about how important it is to bless people with our words, and even if they're your enemies or those whom you do not really like. The first example I have is James 3, verses 9 through 10. With it, our tongue, we bless our Lord and Father. And with it, we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth, both blessing and curses come. My brethren, these things ought not to be this way. So with maturity in our faith, and a hunger to please the Lord, it's important for all of us to see that all people are children of God, created in His image. So, despite how they talk, act, or treat you, we have an example set for us by Jesus to learn from, to how to respond in these kind ways, to be forgiving and gracious with our words. Even though people treated Jesus poorly, they lied about him, they ridiculed him, and in the end, they crucified him, knowing he was innocent. And how did Jesus respond? From his position on the cross, in the moment of being tortured, with compassion and empathy, Jesus said, forgive them, Father or they know not what they do. What an excellent example of how we are to think and respond to those who come against us, whether it's our spouse, our children, or complete strangers. How can you take a minute in those circumstances to ask your Father God to see them through His eyes, to consider why would they be acting that way? Did they have someone yell at them, or treat them poorly right before their interaction with you? Are they secretly suffering in ways that perhaps you do not understand? Was that man who cut you off in traffic racing to work because his wife was sick and he had to bring his child to school that day, and that if he punched in late at work one more time, he would lose his job? Do we take these times where perhaps we feel that an injustice has happened to us or in some way we feel offended, do we take a moment to reflect on these other circumstances that might be happening for other people to truly drive up that compassion and empathy within us so that we can be an example of Christ to others? After studying human interactions for over 20 years and how to have a healthy mind, God continues to emphasize to me that how we treat and speak to those around us has incredible impact, both in their lives and in your own. I made it a personal commitment years ago to use my words for good. 
to bless and encourage others, even when they speak harshly to me. Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such that is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear it. And you know what? Kind words do give grace to others. Sometimes when I respond with words of comfort or affirmation right after someone has been short or rude to me, I can see them softening. Many times they even apologize and openly tell me why they were agitated or upset and that they did not intend to take it out on me. I have a wonderful example of this. It happened many years ago. My 16-year-old daughter was uh, one or two at the time. And so I was doing my errands and running to the grocery store. And when your kids are little and you have to carry them in in a car seat or uh, just get back and forth with your groceries, you always try to park as close as possible to the front door. And it was a particularly chilly and snowy day here in Minnesota, and I was trying to do just that. And so I had circled around for a little bit and found the perfect spot, uh, probably one or two spaces away from the door. And just as I was getting ready to pull in, a miniman came shooting down the other lane and pulled in right before me. And as I circled around the other side, he and I looked up and made eye contact And I smiled, and I waved, and I mouthed the words, it's okay, and I pulled into a different spot. I then proceeded to get my daughter out of her car seat and get ready to go into the store, and all of a sudden, this man appeared beside me. And to be honest with you, I was uh, a little taken aback and hoping that he wasn't uh, upset with me for any reason, and he just said, I am so sorry I did that. I see now that you have a little girl and you were probably just trying to park as close as possible to the front door. And I just had to come over here and apologize. And then we walked into the store together. And as we parted ways, I just said, God bless your day. And I could just see how that interaction really affected him. That for whatever reason, he was in a hurry Uh, He had a face that was uh, very strained and upset when we first made eye contact. But through that interaction, he was softened and uh, had a smile on his face when he walked away in the store. So uh, never underestimate, even in that moment that he didn't hear me say, it's okay. But we have incredible influence in the lives of others in how we speak, how we react, and that there was grace in that, in that moment. And I hope that it changed his day. You know, we all have this opportunity, usually on a daily basis, to spread healing and have a positive exchange with the people that we interact with just by choosing our words wisely. Remember, they are a creative force. And if you want to be a world changer, an atmosphere shifter, which all Jesus believers are called to be, the first step in doing so is to use your words to build up, empower, and bless those around you. James 3, 17 through 18 says, But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, 
responsible, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering, without hypocrisy. And the seed whose fruit is righteous is sown in peace by those who make peace. One of the greatest roles we have as a Christian in this world is to make peace. Jesus says in John 14, 27, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled nor fearful. Something God highlighted for me years ago was this idea of making peace. And how often our minds just naturally go to the worldly comparison of trying to keep the peace or to bring a peace offering. That in order for us to have peace, that means there must be an absence of injustice or a level of fairness, that there would be no trace of conflict or troubling outside circumstances. But that's not what this and other verses in Scripture say about peace. It says we, as followers of Christ, are to make the peace. The kind of peace the world strives for is temporary. It's self-centered and fleeting. But the kind of peace Jesus came to give us came with a fight, with a huge act of humility and ultimately the sacrifice of his life in order to establish an unshakable peace. So with our ability as Christians to host the presence of God within us and then use our words to share his loving kindness with others, we are bringing his peace into their atmosphere. Those who cannot make their own peace, perhaps because they do not yet know Jesus as their Savior, or because their circumstances are keeping them from the peace that God has for them. But you have the ability to make peace in those situations with your words that are calming, soothing, and edifying. And you might be giving that person the reassurance and hope they haven't felt all day. Or perhaps they've never experienced it in their whole life. Do not underestimate the power of your words or miss the opportunity to radically impact the people, cultures, and overall atmospheres that you interact with every day. If you use your words to bless rather than curse, I promise God will work through you. Surrender your lips to be his mouthpiece, and you could perhaps change a life today, and you will be greatly blessed in the process as well. I hope you've enjoyed this series on the power of your words. You can learn more about each of these areas in my book, It's Time for a Revolution. I go into a lot more in-depth explanation and offer reflection questions on how to really incorporate this spiritual truth, the weapon of your tongue, into a godly context and a kingdom mindset. Thank you so much for listening to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast, where it is our vision to see all lives set free.